Welcome to the Proclaim and Defend podcast, a ministry of the Foundations Baptist Fellowship International. We seek to encourage and inform pastors on modern-day topics from a biblical perspective. Our mission is to bring together like-minded Baptists to collaborate in glorifying God through fulfilling the Great Commission. What would Jesus do? Well, not exactly. Jesus ate with sinners... The drug-addicted mother threw the statement in the face of her substance-recovering daughter as a taunt and a manipulative tool. The daughter had recently come to Christ and was seeking to find freedom from a drug-shrouded childhood. She was raised in the drug culture by a mother who was equally given to its grip. But, but, I'm not Jesus, the daughter answered. The daughter had turned down an invitation by her mother to come to a party that the daughter knew would be an overwhelming source of temptation. People do this to us. They try to turn what little they know of theology against us. It is a manipulative tool, and believers, even new believers, must be willing to trust their Holy Spirit-led instincts in these situations, even when they cannot quite articulate a response. Jesus couldn't sin, but but I can, and I don't want to sin, the daughter responded. This is not a made-up conversation. It actually occurred. When the daughter later told us about it, I was taken aback. I had never really thought about that situation from that perspective. It was a truth built on fairly deep theological principles. The impeccability of Jesus Christ meant that he could do things that the rest of us could not do. He had no spiritual weaknesses. He could not sin. We can. While we must all follow the example of Christ into Christ's likeness, It does not follow that we must do or even should do everything that Christ did. He could enter into situations that would present temptations that would overwhelm us. He could attempt things like walking on water that would be foolish for us to attempt. What would Jesus do? Is a moral standard for making choices in life. But as a standard, it is more about the moral reasoning behind the decisions being made than just the decisions themselves. While Jesus ate with publicans and sinners, he did not party with them in the modern sense of partying. The New Testament clearly tells us to be mindful of our own weaknesses when interacting with sinners. Galatians 6, 1 and 2. Matthew 11:19 shows us that Jesus was a friend of sinners in that he never rejected sinners who were truly seeking a relationship with him. He even pursued them. That spirit must also be reflected in my heart. I should be willing to reach out and receive people from the most difficult circumstances in life for the purpose of the love of Christ and the gospel. I should never just join with them in their sin because they guilt me about it. Don't become a victim of this type of manipulation, whether you are a new believer or have been in Christ and in the faith many years. Satan loves to misuse scripture to manipulate us. He even tried it with Jesus. In the record of the temptation of Christ in Matthew 4, 1-11, Satan first accused Jesus based upon his identity. If you are the Son of God, then command that these stones be made bread. Almost everyone has faced a similar claim from someone. If you are who you really are, and God is who you say he is, then why don't you just... You know what comes next. They'll tempt you with something you really want. In Jesus' case, his body really wanted to eat. The text says it, he was hungry. But in this moment, the will of God for Jesus was to be hungry. And turning stones into bread, although possible for Jesus to do, was not what the Father wanted. Jump off, after all, don't you believe in Psalm 91, 11, and 12? 
That's my modern paraphrase of what comes next in the temptation. Satan took Jesus to the pinnacle of the temple and said this to him. After all, do you have a guardian angel or don't you? This manipulative tactic proclaims a biblical promise and then demands a foolish or sinful action based upon that promise. It's a sin to foolishly presume on the protective hand of God. If you worship me, I'll release my grip on the world. Another way Satan tempted was an end-justifies-the-means scenario. This happens commonly to those who are trying to break away from a sinful lifestyle. If you come with me to the bar, I'll go with you to church. Or even, if you sleep with me tonight, I'll let my kids go to church with you tomorrow. This kind of deal-making is insincere and always destructive. Satan was promising something he could not or would not deliver, and even if he did, the sin that it would take on Jesus' part would not have been worth it. Whether Jesus could or could not have sinned is fodder for another discussion. The basic principle is this. Never allow yourself to be manipulated into sin or even a tempting situation that you know would be wrong for you, no matter how much people seek to use biblical reasoning to get you there. This has been the Proclaim and Defend podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe and give us a good review. If you want to learn more about the FBFI, check out our website at fbfi.org or our blog, Proclaim and Defend, at proclaimanddefend.org. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the Proclaim and Defend podcast.